2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: It's
3: Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network.
4: Traveling, built forward, tough studio. Boomer Assias and Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Gio on the fan. Simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Wednesday morning. We are back at the Blue Wire Studios here at Win Las Vegas. Super Bowl 58, where I feel like nothing is going on as far as Super Bowl talk. We might have been the biggest story from Super Bowl week yesterday with the Randy Moss mix-up. <laughs> And both Randy Mosses, both the black and white Randy Moss chimed in on X last night over the Al Dukes mix-up, and that video went everywhere. And then last night, another one of these, oh my God, Knicks injuries that could derail the season as Jalen Brunson turns his ankle. He should have been out of the game for good. Of course, the Grizzlies are mounting this comeback in the fourth quarter. Tibbs puts the guys back in, the starters back in. Now, initial reports are they don't think that he's going to be gone for a long period of time, but this is just going to be another one of these ambiguous we're waiting around we're never going to get an answer we don't know how long someone's going to be out thing that's going to drive us absolutely crazy so hopefully everybody is healthy in time for the games that matter good morning boomer how are you hey good morning jay i'm
3: doing well and yes uh i saw the injury last night and i was like man this looks like a, one of those twisted ankle things that happens to these players and happen late in the game and you're thinking to yourself because we didn't see the whole game because we were we were out having dinner. And then when you finally got back and watched the end of the game, like, what the hell is he doing in the game? Yep. But you, as you put it there, they, they were, the uh, Grizzlies were making a comeback. So Tibbs just wanted to make sure they were going to win the game. As this is what happens, I think, and it's not, it's not the fault of anybody. I'm not blaming anybody for this, but this is what happens when you take players out towards the end of the game. They're winning, they cool down, they sit down on the bench and in their minds, they're not thinking, Hey, I got to go back in. So when you have that kind of thought process and then you have to go back in, it's hard to get it restarted. Now, I'm not saying that's why he got hurt. I'm just saying that could be one of the reasons why. But he was still trying to drive to the basket, do what he normally does. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like his leg gave out.
4: Yeah, it was strange because earlier in the same possession he had slipped on the floor— And then, and then he does it again, you know, going to the basket. So I, but is it the floor or was it him sitting on the bench getting something on the bottom of his,
3: uh, you know, of his, of the
4: sneaks? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, and he's always so in control of his body. He never looks out of control. So I do think that that has something to do with it, where both mentally and physically he was done. And then wait, yeah, I got to go back and save this situation to go back in the game. But, I mean of course nothing can be easy with the Knicks just can't be
3: Yeah but you know the good news is is that the All-Star break is coming they yeah. they won they'll get a they'll get a, an extended breather and and an should be back uh, I don't necessarily know that uh, we'll see Julius Randle so what are we in February now maybe mid-March maybe if we're lucky <sighs> so that would be 4 weeks
4: from now if you think about that Yeah and thirty three and eighteen with another wins, having won nine out of ten, uh, they are what now two and a half games or two full games ahead of the 76ers in the in the four seed, and they're still trucking along with these injuries, and now you just hope that Jalen Brunson is healthy enough, not, I mean, cause he also wants to play in the all-star game. That, that is a cool thing yeah. for him. He doesn't, he doesn't want to miss that. Well, you know what? That's not important. I'm sorry. It's not important to us. It's important to him. Yeah. I know that. I know. But I, if he has to miss that, that would suck. But I just, it has to, it's just one thing. like Julius Randle injury. OG Ananobi injury. Jalen Brunson now injury. Now there's a long way to go. Uh, but it's just it feels like there's too many speed bumps with this team. Even when things are going well, there has to be something that is is a challenge. But it's not easy. Obviously, you got Joel Embiid and the Sixers dealing with that, what they're dealing with. So it's not like we're the only ones having uh, having issues. The Bucks fired their coach. I mean, everybody's got their problems. But health and the Knicks not exactly two things that are working together.
3: What did you think of uh, Irving, uh, Kyrie Irving's comment, comments after About the game last night? Yeah, he blamed uh, you know the the problems that. That were going on in Brooklyn on Mayor Adams. You know, I'm with Kyrie on this one. Yeah.
4: I mean, this is, I know, with the famous drop, I'm with Kyrie.
3: Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, still with Kyrie on this one. I mean, because of the, the boneheaded policies sure. that we were all living through. Yeah. And basically affected Kyrie, much like it affected many, uh, public worker, uh, uh, folks that lost their jobs because they were not willing to get the, the vaccine
4: yeah i mean it was a, a crazy moment in time and he stood up for what he believed in and the the issue that i have though with with Kyrie is that's not the only thing that kept him off the court there was remember the year before when he just disappeared yeah he didn't it, want to play in the bubble it well not that was the year before that oh okay so there were <laughs> first there was oh, yeah, it, then he left by two weeks yeah and nobody knew where he was and Steve Carr was like, I don't know where, I mean, not Steve Kerr, uh, uh, Nash. Uh, Steve Nash is like, I, we, we don't know. And he, whatever he, he, Kyrie needs, we're here for him, yeah, and he memory disappeared. A, yeah, he needed a mental break. Right, so like you have the, the bubble thing, then you had that, and then yeah. obviously the vaccine thing after that. So, I mean, the follow-up question, I don't know if there was a follow-up question, but what about all the other games that you missed because you were just you? It had nothing to do with the vaccine.
3: I kind of like the fact that he takes a shot at Mayor Adams, though, because Mayor Adams has no clue what's going on. Well, has no clue. Has no handle of New York City whatsoever. It is completely out of control. Yeah, the whole the whole city is out of control. No, I you know I, that you. Yes. I know that we all live there. Anybody who does live there knows this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is so far gone.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I listen. I know. <laughs> and that's why I'm with Kyrie on this one. Yes, I mean, I. I I'm with you. I like the shot of Mayor Adams. That's as well. right. Boomer doesn't like Democrats, <laughs> especially especially ones that have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this is tough picking between Mayor Adams and Kyrie Irving. I'll take <laughs> Kyrie every time. I don't care. But in that particular thing, obviously, uh, we when we've said it many times before that that we understand why Kyrie did what he did during that thing. But there's so many other issues that the guy had. Yeah, and I'm let's, and let's not forget. The, the movie that he retweeted that said that the Holocaust didn't exist. Did that have anything to do with Bear Adams? Like, there was so many things that Kyrie did in a Nets uniform that had nothing to do with the vaccine mandate that led to his tenure being a complete disaster. So the fact that he just, like, pointed to the one thing that people could have his back on. Right. I thought was weak. Well, I'm just telling you. This is the only situation that I have his back
3: on. The other stuff I don't have his back on. Well, but I, but I will say that we spent more time talking about the Nets during the, the tenure that he and Kevin Durant were here than every other year, I think, combined.
4: Yeah, and it had nothing to do with the Nets and their franchise, it had everything to do with those players, and we're still talking about those players. You know, they just happened to be in Nets uniforms. Did they do a Kyrie uh, tribute video last night, or was that in, where was it? Was it no, in Brooklyn was, last night? Yeah, he, he'd he been back before, right? right? Didn't he come back last year? Adam. I, I think yes. they might have done a video for I I have no idea. I, I don't. I, I just, I try. I, don't care. I try. not I, I I do not care about the Nets and their tribute videos. <laughs> that is one thing I don't care about, but... I mean, Kyrie Irving, you have to he's he's playing better than he has in years. I mean, that's why that question came up is how come you never played like this with the Nets? I mean, and, and he we just detailed all well, the reasons why. Well he couldn't play with the Nets. He didn't get vaccinated
3: uh, for that one situation. Yes, I know. I understand. Once again, he also (laughs) got
4: suspended for being an anti-Semite. Yes, he did. (laughs) Did we forget about that? No, we're not forgetting about that. All right.
3: I mean, he took no ownership of it, but I I have to say, taking a shot at the mayor that's doing nothing and it's completely lost, I'm with Kyrie. All right, on on that particular. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do this show every day, right? And we have a lot of fun here. We enjoy our time. And you never know what we say or what happens around this show and where it's going to end up and where it's going to go. Fair. Yeah. Right? So, obviously, Al made this bonehead mistake yesterday of screwing up the Randy Mosses, the white and the black Randy Mosses. (laughs) That's right. And, uh, and... The Randy Moss, the black Randy Moss, actually <laughs> tweeted at you, Al, and said, I wish I would have said this yesterday, and I saw this last that I couldn't stop laughing, just seeing what the Randy Moss said.
4: Yeah, and I, and I saw it when it popped up, and okay. Jerry and I were out watching the Rutgers Maryland game. And I, I slapped him on the shoulder because I was so excited. He's like, dude, what? What are you doing? Like, I was like, look at this. And someone got moused is what he put up there. Uh, and he quote tweeted the WFAN account I, that had I, the video in it. I, I have to tell you, when I saw that, I was in
3: the back of a car. Yeah. And I saw that pop up and I was crying laughing because I could just see the black Randy Moss <laughs> saying that, you know, I mean, it was yeah. just hilarious. Yeah. Yep. And, and I guess the white Randy Moss. He did. He tweeted out something as well. Did you know this, Al?
0: Uh, I heard Gio say it this opening segment. I went and looked at it. Okay, what does it say? It's just something stupid like we're both good-looking professionals or something dumb. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, 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 I don't like. Wasn't well, so We're not, not going to attack him now. It's not. his I kind
0: of would like to. Well, attack the
3: PR firm that right. booked them.
0: Yeah, they don't want to attack run, him. They're running a little. They're running a little scam. These guys. You feel like it's a scam. You feel I like do. A,
3: you feel like it's a nitche situation.
0: They're, which one? NYCHA.
3: What's that mean? It's a two million dollars scam going on there in New York City too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just feel yeah. like they they know that people are going to confuse the real Randy Moss yeah. and the horse racing Randy Moss, and they're taking advantage being that we're here at the Super Bowl. So
3: you think the PR firm is Correct. the one to blame? Yes, but they did. See, the thing to me is that they didn't send you like a picture and a bio of the Randy Moss that you booked.
0: Because then you would have known. They did ask if I wanted one, but I was like, no, we know who Randy Moss is. We're good. Yeah. So a lot of things happened. That like a, a perfect storm had to happen, and it did. Okay. Yeah.
4: And the the white Randy Moss, Al's right. It's, it's silly. It's not funny. He says, we share the same name, and we're both damn good looking, but I never thought there was much resemblance, is what he quote tweeted.
3: I mean, but the point being is like, you know, if you're him, and we have this whole thing go viral yesterday. And then you have the black Brandy Moss saying that someone got moused. <laughs>
4: I mean, it is, is hilarious. No, it was great. I mean, yes. we, were, we were living in a movie yesterday is what was going on. I mean, the yes. fact that, that that someone got Moss tweet is better than anything that could have happened with either one of those guys showing up I was, I was giggling when I saw it. And yesterday, <clears throat>
3: we had our CBS media scrum. Mm-hmm. Where everybody and I didn't realize how many on-air talent people there are doing the Super Bowl on Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it is. It's like forty of us, and we're all up on stage yesterday, and then we break out and go to these small little areas, and then we get asked questions about a lot of other things other than the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. And um, what was interesting was uh, seeing all the brass from CBS and everybody over there. Literally everybody commented on Al's screw-up. Yeah, I Everybody.
4: Mean, I mean, I, I, I know that, that we are we live in our own bubble, but I, I really mean and meant that that was probably the biggest story coming out of the Super Bowl yesterday right. out here was that. That got more headlines than, than anything. Nothing happened yesterday with the 49ers and the Chiefs. That was the thing. Yeah, nobody said anything stupid or anything. That else. was the Super Bowl week story on, what is today? On Tuesday. That's what it was. Yeah,
3: well I mean we just we're not really into the week yet. Now we're into it.
4: Like yeah, this I, is the halfway point for us. Yeah, I know. But I mean because it was so quiet, that that was the story. Al, do you want to share any of the conversation you had with the PR person after the show yesterday? Yes, I
0: would. So uh he called and I said uh I said, Yeah, we're gonna cancel Randy Moss. I said there was some confusion. I said, You know, I, I read the emails quickly. I saw Randy Moss, Super Bowl week, let's talk NFL and, I, and, and and that happened. I go, and the, the PR guy goes, yes, we're very vague on purpose when we pitch him. I said, oh, I go, that's not a good idea. I said, because you're confusing people. He goes, well, why, why should we say the other Randy Moss? Where he's not the Randy Moss. He is the Randy Moss. He's a very accomplished broadcaster. I said, yeah, but you're doing it Super Bowl week. I go, it's just, <laughs> it's very confusing. I said, be honest. I said, I've worked at WFAN. For 17 years, I've never heard of your Randy Moss. So it's not that top of mind. Yeah,
3: because you're not into horse racing. And But by the way, when he was on the NFL Network, he was very much involved in the draft and, and all of those things. He is very accomplished. You have to admit that. In horse racing. And, and also covering football.
0: Right, but if he is, then you have to right off the bat go, hey, we have Randy Moss. No, not the Hall of Fame wide receiver, but the terrific broadcaster, Randy Moss.
3: No, they said to you, horse racing in the email, oh, you just didn't wait, go wait, deep
0: wait. into the email.
3: and Stop blaming a PR guy.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's really your fault when it comes down to the, it. The biggest point in all of this is this was Super Bowl week. Yeah. So it's like Radio Row, Super Bowl week, Randy Moss. If Al had gotten that email the Friday before the Kentucky Derby, he might've looked into it more going, this is strange that Randy Moss wants to come on in May. I don't understand, but it's Randy Moss Super Bowl week. He gets a million emails, names, football. I mean, it's really easy to get confused. He didn't read the whole email. I breezed through it. That's right. No, we Skim. can't breeze
3: through things. You got to follow through. You got to read things. I mean, I, you know, I know what you do.
0: I wonder if uh, the that story going all around just today got other shows that were like, oh, damn, we have him booked as well by accident. We got to cancel. His yeah. schedule may be wide open now.
4: <laughs> yeah. And there was actually the whatever place TVG <clears throat> or somebody that was using him to promote stuff put out a press release saying Randy Moss doing interviews on Radio Row right. promoting horse racing. So other people had booked him. I guarantee there's at least one of those shows that made the same mistake.
3: And I... <laughs> Well, the thing that I worry wonder about now is if he did give an interview at radio or media row, did he refer back to this situation?
0: I would think
4: so. And he's got nothing else going I mean, on, somebody's man. Somebody's got like, to ask bro, him, right? I mean,
3: right? you would think somebody would have to ask him that question, right? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. What else do you ask him? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> yeah, it's February. What man. does the
4: field look like? Well, yeah. that's you know, it's a couple months away. I, uh... So, I mean, that guy, he got whatever promotion he was looking to get out of being on this show, he got 50 times more from the screw-up. So he should be happy about it. And I wonder, what I want to know is how far did the real Randy Moss watch that clip? Like, did he watch it all the way to the end? Or did he just, like, someone told him about it and he tweeted it out? Like, I'm picturing Randy Moss watching three and a half minutes of Boomer and (laughs) Gio laughing,
3: you know? Hopefully he
4: was because his response to it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. And he's, he's tremendous. I don't know. Maybe I know he is actually here. Mm. He is in Vegas. Yeah. Well, he's working with ESPN. And he's (laughs) right, but he's also promoting Frito Lay, I believe. So I don't know. Maybe he feels bad and and gets up and shows up at the win. You never know. Yeah. Well, it's 316 here. (laughs) Yeah. He may not have gone to bed yet. Maybe. Or maybe if he comes walking through here, you, you never know. True, but he's also, he's a guy that I, as I told you, the honeymoon, he was like eight o'clock in the morning, he was running sprints on the beach, likes to take care of himself still. He maybe he's up early. Maybe he goes to bed early. He's at the gym. We saw Roger Goodell walking around with security. He came from the gym.
3: Can you imagine us guys getting up at 1230 in the morning running sprints before <laughs> we came on the show? <laughs> no. Come on, guys. Let's go outside, run some sprints. Yeah, I don't see that happening.
4: Yeah, although Eddie did walk six miles in the rain yesterday. Did you not? I did. Yes. The picture of health that Eddie is <laughs> was out there getting his steps in. Where, where did where did you walk? Like in the uh, <clears throat> do the mall walking with all the malls around here? No, I I walked to the uh, UNLV bookstore on the UNLV can- campus. I wanted to get a, a UNLV T shirt. So oh. Because he doesn't know how the internet works, apparently. I mean, <laughs> could, order them, like, could
3: go into the Hermes
4: down here.
1: <laughs> I think alarms might go off if I walked into that store. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I agree. Uh, all right, it is Bob G. am on the fan at CBS Sports Network. Hermes. Uh, we'll I, have... need a, I need a scarf.
0: <laughs>
4: How much is that scarf? An Ascot and please? $5,000 <laughs> for, for a scarf. All right. We'll have Jerry join us in just a couple I'll of minutes. I'll trade you
1: my car for that
4: scarf. <laughs> Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports network yesterday last night the big Rutgers Maryland game which this Boomer and Jerry bet was on where if, if this was straight up by the way which is something that was silly I didn't realize how big of a favorite Maryland was uh Jerry should have gotten some points or something but he didn't need it because Rutgers ends up winning, which means that Boomer owes Jerry $1,000. If Marilyn had won, Jerry would have had to take it a gummy, a weed gummy, on the air during Thursday's show. He avoided that. So it's, uh, it's pay-up time, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jerry. What you're hearing. You know, there you go. It's a lot
1: of cash. Now, I will cash, tell you.
4: cash. Give he cash.
1: Usually, and there have been times you've given us money. I'm like, no, 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 You would have made me eat the gummy. Of course. Therefore, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was a bet. Yeah, it was. I get it. it. I know, but sometimes again, a little Rob weighted, heavier and one I'm, way. I'm not going
3: to get mad at college kids for losing a game. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm of going to do that. But the one thing I will say about college basketball, and Maryland is as is, big a bigger victim of this as anybody is that they are so inconsistent. One minute they could beat Purdue and then they lose to a terrible Rutgers team. They're not terrible. What are you talking about? Well, that makes us terrible too. They're not neither of these teams are terrible. I, mean, they're, Stop they're it. Com- I know it was a competitive second half too, but there was something that did annoy me because I was taking you guys out to dinner last night. Okay. And I you know, because I wasn't running- show up to watch the game. Yeah, because well, I was running all over, because I had the CBS. I know, but um, we did have plans. We had plans yes, to watch did. the game together, we we and did. you
1: sent the text, sorry, not going to make it. I, yeah, because I got stuck at the CBS uh, media center. And if that happened to me, you'd say, excuses, don't want to hear excuses. <laughs> you didn't show up for our big viewing party. Well, what really bothered me
3: was what Gio told me when he sat down to dinner while you weren't there. Which was? I actually don't remember.
0: <laughs> what was this thing?
3: You didn't remember taking a, remember taking a picture with uh, Brooks
1: Koepka. For right. Sake. That is correct. I'm I really did a thousand years. <laughs> yeah. What was this that I said? Oh, I know. That I wasn't showing up to dinner until the game is over. Yeah, I don't know, give a f who wants me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that
3: is
4: true. Yeah, but I remember yeah, I saying
1: that. that, but I do remember saying uh, I am what, not leaving what, what, here what until this he game's say? over. What
4: did he say? It, it was, and I don't give a bleep what anybody says,
1: <laughs> meaning <laughs> me,
4: all of us.
3: No, me. Hey, well, boomer, up your ass! <laughs> <laughs> That's Exactly
4: right. <laughs> he was locked in though. He was totally was. locked into that game. That was that was a. Uh, an unusual, just a, not a uh, on brand Jerry reaction. He was locked in. That's his team. You know, you really can't hold him responsible for those comments. Is it really
3: his team now or is it Carlin's team? I well, mean, I, I'll tell you what, they keep winning with Carlin as the announcer. They did win in Michigan and I was
1: there.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. In PyCal, I trust. So was, it was a good night. It was a very good night. For you, it was. Yes, exactly. And so, by the way, you came to,
3: I, I, you know, obviously I knew what was going on. I was following it on my right. phone,
1: and uh, I did have a glass of champagne mm. waiting for you. And I sucked it down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I did. So thank you very much. Mm. Appreciate that, as okay. they say. Uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door, and by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Let's just, since we're talking about it, get it out of the way as we hear your guy, Chris Carlin. Williams with two on the shot clock. Williams driving. Puts it in! Jeremiah! Williams with a tough lay in and a foul and the official James Breeding says we got to take a look to make sure he got the shot off before the shot clock violation. I believe he did. (laughs) He did, as a matter of fact. (laughs) $1,000. That is
0: perfect. That came. You don't remember? They were giving away cash back in the day of CMB. Yes, yes.
3: yes. (laughs) $1,000. $1,000. That is
1: awesome. Perfect. (laughs) Pretty funny. Uh, Anyway, so Rutgers does win. That was Chris Carlin on These
3: teams are like
1: even. What? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and forget forget the bet. That was a big game for Rutgers to kind of get themselves back into the mix in the conference. So good win. Now they get Wisconsin on Saturday at Jersey Mike's Arena at twelve noon, and I will be home for that. So Chris, ease up. I'll be back.
3: So you're going to Wisconsin?
1: No, that game's at home.
3: Oh, it's at home. Okay. That's a home game. Yes. So when are you leaving Friday? Friday
1: after the show? Okay. Correct. Um, you can skip the Steve Peichel. We'll keep it on the Probably college we're basketball. hundred dollar skins today. <laughs> <laughs> That's not
3: funny.
4: <laughs> uh, we'll see you out there, kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 45 degree weather. Hey, whatever it, it takes. Real, mile an hour winds. Real
1: feel. 34. Oh, yeah.
4: Is it really going to be bad?
1: Yes. No and much. passing showers. I don't think it's going to rain.
4: Okay. I, was, I was looking. I hope not. I'm pretty confident it's not going to rain when we're out there. I hope not. Uh,
1: I saw two o'clock showers. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's pretty much what this week is out here. No, no. It's, it'll be fun. I'm, look, I'm Home, looking at it here. Sunny and mild.
2: No, no, no. We're
4: good. We're good. We're good? Yeah, I'm telling you. It's like 3% chance when we're out there. All right. The rain. We're we're totally good today. There's plenty of Casamigos out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's con- I'm telling you, it actually comes out of the ground.
1: You'll <laughs> <laughs> see. I'm
4: not kidding. It's buried in certain places. Is it? Yes. Yeah, come on. It is. They bury Casamigos on the golf course. There is treasure. Yeah. And then if the the caddy will let you know if we're nice enough to him. They won't be nice
3: enough
1: to him as I'm taking your cash. All right, so do me a favor, Zoo. Let's skip the Pikel and the Minko. I will tell you St. John's did win as expected over DePaul, and number one UConn beat Butler. Let's get to the Knicks story, because this is a big one, as the Knicks beat the Grizzlies, but had this happened. Brunson, jump shot. Can't get it to fall. Hart tips it. Brunson runs it down. Those are the intangibles we allude to at Hart, keeping that ball alive. Brunson crossover, stops. Oh. oh, no. He's grabbing his right leg by the right ankle, and a lot of the crowd standing up. He's in a lot of pain. Yeah, that was Mike Breen and uh, Clyde Frazier on MSG. The Knicks did win the game, 123-113, beat the Grizzlies, uh, but you had this happen with Jalen Brunson, who was having yeah, I'm just another, another great again, game.
3: close up. yeah. Oh,
1: I hate those things.
3: It is hey, ugly looking. By the way, speaking of announcers, have you noticed that like, Breen's doing a lot more Knick games now that they're winning? Yeah. <laughs> It is true. I, I just feel, is that is that a perception that I have? No, I think,
4: and they, they were honored last night, uh, Breen and, and Clyde, for doing all the-, the should 25 be years. 25 years, yeah. We was all the ball bad stuff. basketball those guys have had to see and deal with and sit through. Yeah, it was really nice, uh, th- them getting honored. But I, I feel like you're right. I feel like Breen is now, he's kind of, he's jumping on the bandwagon. That's what it feels like. Well,
3: there, I mean, if there's <laughs> a guy that should jump on the bandwagon, it should be him. Obviously,
1: we're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want people, what are you talking about? You're jumping on. The Didn't they have Gus back to do a game a couple weeks ago? that not right in the building. Yeah,
4: I thought so too. Didn't he get
1: kicked out of something? <laughs> no, he said the,
4: he said the S word the other day. That's what it was. Oh, that's what the it was Iowa the women's game. Yeah. Got her S blocked as opposed to shot. He said. And said, My bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry. My Here. bad. Here was Dante DiVincenzo on uh, MSG after the game, talking about all the injuries this team has to overcome.
3: Anybody can step up. Um, honestly, it's as simple as that. Uh, we have, you know, we have a blueprint from
1: Coach Tibbs, and we followed a game plan, and just everybody be aggressive. He had thirty-two. He was twelve of eighteen shooting uh, on the night. Here was and Tom Grizzlies are terrible, right? Which is why Tom Thibodeau knows it might not have been a thing of beauty, but I want to say that you know the you, we built a big lead. And we didn't close it out
3: as well as we should have, but getting a win is the most important thing. You just find a way to win.
4: They I were in a, a twenty two point yeah. favorite in yeah. this
3: game. Well, it was kinda like Maryland being a seven point favorite. Are they uh aren't they DiVincenzo's genzos called the big ragoo?
1: Yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, that great. That's good. <laughs> so the Knicks win. They're now 33-18 and with that victory. I believe they're tied for third and fourth in the East. Half game behind for second and five and a half out for first in the Eastern Conference. As for the Nets, they did welcome in Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic last night. And Dallas came away with the win.
4: Irving bumps with Thomas. Out of the left wing. Another three. It's good again. Timeout Nets with 4.23 to go. Uh-huh. Two threes in a row for Irving, and Dallas a 113-101 to 101 lead over the Nets.
1: Yeah, they won 119-107. Uh, Chris Carino on the fan. Irving and Doncic, a hell of a one-two punch. 36 for Irving. Doncic, 35 points, 18 rebounds, 9 assists as, a, as they won. And you had this from a fan. This was on social media everywhere as Irving was about to inbound the ball. Kyrie,
2: why you don't play like this when
3: you were on the dance? Yeah, right. right Why, Kyrie? Right. Right. Thank Mayor Adams right for that, bro. Right.
1: <laughs> Thank Mayor Adams for that, bro. So you had that. Oh, it was see, I was I confused
4: think, uh, I, when when reading about this that I didn't hear. I, I thought he was I thought he was asked that in a post game news conference. No, it was a fan who asked <laughs> this. <was> oh, <laughs> hey, uh, just wondering. You know, if there's any way they can reacquire
3: him, bring him back? What do you think for what? I don't know. Yeah, for old time's sake. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. He's gonna in to stay right
1: in Dallas right now. <laughs> Things are going just fine. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Here's one more. You might have your opinion of Kyrie if you're in Brooklyn. Don't care.
2: To be honest with you, I don't care because um, that's going to leave it subjective. Everybody has their own opinion. I'm just going to let it run, run its course, and hopefully in the next few years it's done.
1: Yeah, probably never be done, but uh, maybe it'll fade away. The Nets now 20 and 30 on the season. 28 for Mikhail Bridges in the loss. Uh, we are here for the Super Bowl. There wasn't a whole ton that came out yesterday, but here was Joe Buck from afar. Uh, just his ideas of what might go on here in Vegas.
3: There's going to be something that happens because it's Vegas, mm-hmm. and it won't stay in Vegas. It's going to be <laughs> a big something that happens. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I just think some. It's just that is going to be a a a
4: mess in my mind. Now, I, I have now, to... Would he say that if this were a Fox Super Bowl? Absolutely not. No. I, that's the first thing when I read those quotes, the first thing I thought about, is he, he'd be, oh, this is the greatest host city ever. And he can't wait for Fox and blah, 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 blah. And, well, actually, he's not working for Fox. ESPN, he's he's yeah. ESPN, But back in the day when he did. But I, I mean, I, I see, I totally disagree. I think that because it's Vegas, everybody's on more high alert than they, they would be. And the coaches are probably like, don't you dare get anywhere near any trouble this week. But I don't think he, Those teams I don't think are he like means the teams. Miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think he just means someone's going to do something stupid. It doesn't have to be a Chief or a 49er. Like if someone, I don't know, pick someone, someone on the Giants, someone on the Cowboys that's here for the week gets caught with a woman that's not his wife. That's what I think he means, that someone's life could change this week. Or do you think somebody would get thought. arrested. Yeah. And it so doesn't mean it's not a guys. good host city. It just means that there's a lot of things in Vegas that can certainly attract you and tempt you. I don't know. For us, since we've been here
3: Sunday, it's been perfect. It's been seamless.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, yes. Now, we're away from a lot of stuff. we right, right in the middle of the win. Yeah, and, I know, and, but I'm saying from, like, all the, the Radio Row stuff. I the agree stadium. with that. We haven't what been, happens at Radio Row? Nothing. I don't know what. <laughs> I know I'm Maggie say, and Herloff like, had a magician are, on. Yeah, they did. No, I'm just saying that we're not doing the traditional Super Bowl stuff because we're not here people. in this tremendous studio. Yeah, but the traditional Super Bowl stuff Sucks. was never... Re- I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I agree. But yeah. I'm just saying that, that that is not where controversy comes out of.
4: No. But it's we're also just... We, I feel detached from the Super Bowl week, which is fine. because I Because, you know, like last year, we had all the people around and different morning shows and... The Good Morning Football would come over and say hi to us. It just we're we're in our own little comfortable bubble here, which right. I pre- which I prefer. You saw Kay Adams last year. I did. Oh, Phoenix, that's right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She didn't like you. Well, she did, and then she didn't like the story that I told. Right. Which, and then you got the cold shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More than the cold shoulder, cold shoulder and a walk and a and a
1: oof, a, hand. <laughs> a hand hand out. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, yeah. A couple of other things. Let's skip to the final clip, Zoo, if you don't mind. The Astros signed Jose Altuve to a five-year extension, $125 million. This is from the world of baseball, too. Buck Showalter was doing this media tour for some reason, and he was on with uh, John Heyman, and whom, I don't know who else does it, but it's the Foul Territory podcast, and here is Buck talking about analytics and load management.
3: He did a triple and two doubles, and they came in and said he probably needs a day off because he ran too much around the bases. <laughs> So William, you be telling. Don't get any hits, so you can play the next day. I, I don't. I didn't quite understand that one. <laughs>
1: okay, that I said, okay. And I
3: and tell yeah. Brandon Nemo that he's not playing today because he did too well last night.
1: Yeah, he's basically talking about the people from above are coming down and telling him how to run the team. That <laughs> a guy needs to day
0: needs the day off because he had a big game and ran a lot.
3: You
1: couldn't book, book
3: show
0: Walter. Well, he was on the uh, baseball midday show uh, on FA. Oh, he was. Okay, okay. <laughs> the baseball midday show. Baseball boys. <laughs> the baseball
1: boys on the fan. That is exactly right. And the uh, the Devils beat the Avalanche five to three. John Marino snapped a three three tie in the third there. The good win, yeah, good the win. The Devils,
3: Islanders, and Rangers come out of the All Star breakup up with uh, three, three victories. victories, really good vi- victories. Yeah.
4: Exactly right. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network live from the Blue Wire studios here at the Win, Las Vegas. Of course, Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 58, and you did a bunch of CBS interviews, meaning that you were the subject yesterday of the interview. You weren't interviewing Brock Purdy. A lot of people <laughs> asking about the broadcast and the uh, the NFL Today and Super Bowl Today and all of that. And Jim Nance and Tony Romo also available for interviews and they both had interesting things that, that came up during these interviews. The first is more of a sports thing. The, the second is more of a lifestyle thing. But the first being Tony Romo. He said that uh, in regards to sports gambling's influence on the NFL, he said, quote, it just makes it feel less pure and less like the stuff that you grew up on, end quote. Now, uh, nothing is the same through the eyes of a young NFL fan than an adult NFL fan it's just not the same the the players are younger than you uh when you get older they they're your heroes when you're younger you're looking up to them they're like the people that you couldn't even believe existed so nothing is the same through the eyes but I mean I, I really it does not to me in any way feel less pure because gambling in the NFL has been going on forever now I know it's easier to make the bets but to act as if the legalized sports gambling just happened, and now everybody bets, this, I mean, we're talking about decades and decades and decades of gambling on the NFL. But you was also have to
3: remember that Tony Romo was affected by this whole Vegas thing when he wasn't allowed to come out here for a fantasy football convention.
4: Yeah, so he should actually when be on was, the side of this well, thing.
3: Well, when he was on the when an active player. And, and I was thinking, because people were asking me yesterday during these same interviews, you know, could you believe that we're here in Vegas having a Super Bowl? And I said, yeah, of course I can because things change and and things evolve and and certainly we have evolved as a society and and they have a team here now and the NFL owners voted them in, but I I I thought back to when we played in the 80s and 90s and how many times I had a turn down coming to Vegas for paid appearances while I was an active player. So I would say for me, maybe a quarter of a million dollars that I have lost over a period of 10 years. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Tony was getting for that one thing. But now the fact that we're here, it is kind of, it's like, all right, you know, we've lived through it, you know, as as players, and he lived through it by when he was told he couldn't come out of here probably for a hundred grand, I bet you.
4: Yeah. Now, do you feel like because the Super Bowl is here and you can make, Bets on your phone and bets in the stadium, and the teams are in bed with uh, places like FanDuel, like 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 we are, which are legalized sports gambling. That that that's less pure. Like, I, no, I don't feel that way. But I I will say that the thing that really
3: would be hard to live with as a player in this day and age is the social media stuff. Like you know the stuff that's going on with Kadarius Tony, the stuff that's going on with Chase Young. You know loafing on the field and every fan, you know, in San Francisco, just basically sick of what, you know, he's, he's done nothing for them. Yeah. And so, and it's all been pointed out and he's got to live through that. So I don't know how the players of today can deal with that. I mean, we had to deal with sports talk radio, of course, and and the columnists and the writers, but man, this, this social media thing to me is the, is the most difficult thing to deal with. Forget the betting, the betting makes it even more interesting. I think we may end up getting 150 million viewers if this game is as good as we think it's going to be.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that that is a number that is that is completely realistic with all the circumstances around this game. All right, so Jim Nance, he was asked a bunch of questions. Of course he was. So uh, his his favorite food, he says, is stone crab, which oh, sounds sounds like a Jim Nance thing. I thought he was a burnt toast guy. <laughs> he is a burnt toast guy, but that's not his favorite food. But when he gets toast, it's burnt toast. But... So favorite food is stone crab. Second favorite. I like a good stone crab. Stone crab is the, like the best. You get yeah, that in-season stone crab, man, that's like as, as, as great as, I mean, it's the best. Al, you a stone crab guy?
0: Uh, yeah, I do enjoy a stone crab. You
3: put the mustard on it or
4: no, no or butter?
0: Uh, I like like a, like a cocktail sauce.
4: Cocktail sauce. Okay. Ooh. Mm, I like the mustard on it. Yeah. I'm a mustard guy with that. So anyway, okay. popcorn is his second favorite food. Loves popcorn. And he eats a hot dog at halftime during every game that he calls. He's the Mark Sanchez, some <laughs> <He's> the wieners.
3: <laughs> right, there you go. He's the
4: Mark Sanchez of announcers. Uh, and he brings his own bottled ketchup.
3: Now I told you I did a game with him. This was the game that you know the CFL people got all uptight about. They're still uptight about. It. Yes, they're still uptight about. It. And I told him yesterday. I said, you know, they're still uptight about me up there in Canada, all because of you. I told him it was his fault. <laughs> but uh, I said, Jim, I one of the weirdest things that we did was before the game, we drove through <clears throat> McDonald's. Oh, that's right. You remember right. that? We drove through McDonald's. He had a drive through McDonald's before the game. I'm like, is this his pregame meals? Like a sausage egg McMuffin <laughs> <laughs> and a coffee. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's got some kind of unique things going on there.
4: Yeah. I mean, clearly if he's bringing his own ketchup and he has a picture of the way he wants his toast, burnt to hand to people at diners. Yeah. That's a strange. You know, he is a creative type, so yeah, they have some
3: unique uh likes, I guess you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I I I'll never forget getting into the car and I figured we were just going over to SoFi and this was when there was nobody on the road. Nobody was at the game right in the middle of the pandemic and everything and uh we're pulling into McDonald's. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Did you get
4: anything? I got a cup of coffee. Oh, okay. I was the sausage. <laughs> Did you ask him? Was it like I, the rancid sausage we ate yesterday? No, no. But I, yeah, I, I, I that
3: was bizarre. And That, I got to tell you, I was really caught off guard with that.
4: Well, what do you think he was going to do? Like go to a, a high-end restaurant for breakfast? Well, you know, so when you go on, you know,
3: CBS takes care of you. They have catering at the games and stuff like that. Yeah. So you go to the booth, there's all this food back there behind you. and It's all pretty good food. It comes from the stadium. So I'm like, all right, I'll partake in that. But just Jim Nance took
0: me through a drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> do, you, do you think he ordered or had someone order for no, him? No, he ordered. I heard him so order. They, someone at McDonald's got the Jim Nance broadcaster voice yeah, in their friend. ear. Yeah, because I, I think I saw, I saw he's sitting in the backseat of an SUV.
3: I was sitting in the backseat of my SUV because we weren't allowed to be in a car together because COVID stupid ass rules. So then, you know, I see the back window roll down and he's, hello, friends. (laughs) i like a sausage egg McMuffin and a cup of coffee.
4: Wow. And maybe it's one of those things like he doesn't do it at home because maybe his wife gives him crap for eating fast food. So when he gets away, he can like, that's his guilty pleasure is getting McDonald's. You know, maybe it's something like that. Yeah. But anyway, he's a, he's a strange guy. He loves the hot dog and he doesn't finish the hot dog.
3: I mean, a hot dog
4: to a, you know, stone crab. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right. That is that is Jim Nance in a nutshell. All right. Is Boomer and G on
2: the fan and CBS Sports Network? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.